This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Hello everybody and welcome back to Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. We are on episode 16 now. How are you doing, Steve, my co-host? Well, hello Sam. Yes, nice to be with you uh, again. Looking forward to another packed podcast and we're recording this on Friday evening so it should be nice and up to date. I know a few managers already looking to bring in Nias. Apologies for no pod last week. The podcast was sabotaged by a man who came who lives in Buckinghamshire. But uh, no more to be said about young Mr. Ben. Emails and tweets. For our emails and tweets, this is actually more news, which isn't di- which isn't um, directed at us this week. We have. Luton Town have issued a club statement on their website which says we can confirm that we have asked permission from Bangs and Mash Football Club to speak to their manager, Mr Sam Owen. My theory is that they are looking at Sam Owen as a future candidate to be the new Luton Town manager. And the odds are now two to one from Harry the Cat Harry the Cat's odds dot com that Now time for reflections. Our first major reflection is the fact that West Ham shocked Arsenal by beating them. Except it wasn't a massive shock because Arsenal are not in great form at the moment. Like They're beating the smaller teams such as Fulham and Burnley. But I think Arsenal fans may be getting a bit frustrated with their manager after losses to Liverpool, a draw at Brighton and... A shock defeat to Southampton a few weeks ago. They're not in the greatest of form. I would potentially, I would probably avoid Arsenal targets at the moment. And they do play Chelsea this coming game week. And a second big reflection is Spurs won, Man United, no, sorry, Spurs nil, Man United won. A win for Oli Gunnar as he continues his unbeaten run. That game was. United's defence was saved by David De Gea on many occasions and he made a magnificent performance with 11 saves in total. And the goal for United was a very good goal as well. Very magnificent long pass from Mr Paul Pogba all the way to Marcus Rashford who ran onto it and did a superb finish into the back of the net. Now for now for reflections, we have a new bit, some new tools which Steve has found from the internet. Yes, thank you, Sam. The PremierFantasyTools.com, this is all courtesy of, and we're very much indebted to them. We can see that from the Luton Digital League last week, most managers, that's 13, in fact, captained Salah. We also know that... A couple of managers last game week surprised us all by playing their wild card. Mr. Patrick Cunningham, stand up. He played his wild card in game week 22. A very surprising move 
indeed. But what's this? We also have news reaching us that treble captain was played by Mr. Al Bowley. So, surprising. Let's see how they get on as we find out the manager of the week. Manager of the week. Okay, and time now to salute the manager of the week. But before we do, again, once again, thanks thanks to PremierFantasyTools.com. This was a competitive week, and we now have a leaderboard of the following managers with 66 points. That's good enough for fourth place, Los Newbold. Your very self, Mr. Samo. You've got 66 points. And Mr. Sam Owen, also 66 points. Slightly ahead of them, usually at the bottom of this league, Carlos Ro- Roman continues his magnificent comeback and he is good enough for fourth. Myself, 69 points. A big shout out in second place with 72, Mr Thomas Durrani. But manager of the week, we haven't said this for a while, Samo, it's Mr Tom Kershaw. Tell us how he managed to get 75 points. So his 75 points mainly comes from Salah, captain, which quite a few managers did this week, I think. I think it was quite the obvious choice, and he did reward the managers with a penalty and all three bonus points. He has Fabianski, nine po- who got nine points. He caught me and maybe a few other managers off guard a little bit, because I benched him against Arsenal, and I thought Arsenal were going to score but Fabianski punished me yet again and got a massive nine points. He had Dina in defence who recorded a clean sheet and assist and all three bonus. And he had Dav Louise who also got an assist. And then he has Pogba who got that assist for that quality pass to Rashford. He has Hazard who yet again also got an assist. And he has Rashford who scored that superb goal, like I mentioned. He also has Kane, vice-captain, who is injured until March. More on that later in the show. League table. And our all-new league table after 22 game weeks. We see Mr Samoin cementing his place in first with 1337, that's... 1,337. Uh, 23 points behind him, Mr Alex Perry. And shooting into third, just 54 off the lead, is Mr Tom Kershaw. Danny Morgan, we've written him off, but he still survives with 1,275. And Mark Burrows, uh, more of which in a minute about Mr Burrows, is the surprise candidate in fifth place. It's my own team, 1262. And then we're still going to continue going down, Samo, because Evan Weeks is straight into seventh. Our Australian friend, 12.47. Yourself up to... Well, according to this, it says ninth, but actually I think it's uh, eighth. Let's call it eighth equal. 12.23. But David Todd is breathing down your neck. And don't discount the man who's come from nowhere this season, Ollie Doward, to... Now be with just four points behind you. Sam, your reflections, are you worried about the Todd? Well, right now I'm level on points of him exactly. But I think 
he is above me. I'm not quite sure. I think maybe some other statistic main, means that he is above me. Um, am I worried about the top now for the answer to the actual question? Sorry for going off topic there. Um, not too much. He has Aubameyang, who has Chelsea this weekend. He has, he has still has Edison. May actually not be a bad of a shout now they have Huddersfield and Newcastle. But Man City's defence isn't that great. We'll have to see how it all plays out in the next week. Talking points. The first talking point I have here is some news regarding injuries and transfers. Kane, after the United game, was out injured, got injured, and it appears he is out until March. I think many managers will be looking to get rid of him. What are the options for replacing Kane, Steve? What do you think? Very interesting question uh, from yourself there, Sam. And thanks once again to our sponsors. Uh, we can reveal that Kane is currently owned, would you believe, Sam, by almost half of the managers in the league. Presumably, they're all getting rid. Uh, I would think that, I mean, the great thing about a big player like this being injured is you can bring in two or three heavyweights and it really does freshen up your team. And hopefully we'll see some imaginative choices. I'm thinking you, Mr. Doward, you, Mr. Perry, you, Mr. Owen, don't go with the script. Don't go with what the websites say. Go with your gut, because that is often how you can be rewarded. Following on from that talking point, there is Trent Alexander-Arnold. He was he was announced injured, like, I think a day after the Brighton game. And many and it's many people were reporting that he'd be out for a month. However, Jurgen Klopp says that it'll be a, it'll be um close whether Trent Alexander Arnold actually makes the squad against um Palace, who Liverpool have next. So he may not be injured out for as long as some people thought. And then we have some transfer news, which is that Arnautovic may be off to China. So if you have Arnautovic in your team. Maybe be wary of him leaving to a Chinese team and maybe it's time to get rid. And Higuain, who appears to have agreed a deal with Chelsea. I wonder how much he'll cost. What do you think, Steve? Well, Adaltovic uh, currently with 10% ownership. Uh, so there are a couple of managers, probably the West Ham fans, hanging on to him. Higuain is far too early to sell. I mean, I think he was rumoured to be arriving today but he's certainly not going to be signing or being ready for this game anytime soon touch wood 24 hours unless they really get their act together but you that's a gamble isn't it against Arsenal you wouldn't throw him in it'll be interesting to see whether any managers do do that I'm thinking maybe Mr Newbold the self-confessed Chelsea fan may like a little snifter at him any more talking points Sam Yes, I do have one final talking point, which isn't as big as the other ones, but it is that it has been a good week for keepers in the last game week. And we have De Gea, who, like we mentioned, made 11 saves, and he gets 12 points, whereas Etheridge got 10 points for a few saves and free bonus. I noticed a lot of keepers get quite a few bonus and defenders. And we have Fabianski, who got the nine against Arsenal, like I said. And we also have Pickford, who made seven saves against Bournemouth and got the clean sheet and one bonus. 
Thank you, Sam. Game week preview. First game of game week 23. The 12.30 kickoff is Wolves-Leicester. Your prediction, Steve? I'm hoping, obviously, Wolves uh, get back to winning ways. Maybe a little goal for Doherty. And Jimenez. Can't see it being a game-changer, though. Bournemouth-West Ham. Not really that interested in this game due to coverage, apart from, hopefully, Anderson, who I've... He looked good on match of the day, but he's not really getting the points recently. But I'm not, I'm not going to get rid. He's still playing for me this game week. Liverpool Palace. A couple of injury concerns that you talked about, Samo. But uh, I see that Liverpool winning this. Maybe Palace defensively uh, have been quite strong. So it could be, could be a bit tight. Who knows? I think I heard that both of Palace's keepers got injured that game. I think that's correct. The um, 4.2 greater, I think you pronounce it, and Hennessy. I'm not sure whether Hennessy might be back, but who knows? Man United versus Brighton. Well, I'm hoping for goals in this one, uh, as you'll see from one of the transfers I've done. But uh, and hope Paul Pogba will step up again. Uh, I got rid of De Gea just before he got his two clean sheets, but there is the potential to bring him back. I'm not sure I will. Not sure I will. Uh, because Etheridge is doing the business. Newcastle, Cardiff. I wouldn't be surprised if this features in uh, the Mystic Prediction, this one. So uh, let's hold that for now. Uh, next one, Sam. Southampton, Everton. Well, two teams are quite tricky to predict. Uh, Danny Ings, apparently. Maybe back to do big, big things. Watford, Burnley. We keep writing Watford off. They keep winning and they're doing quite well this season, it has to be said. But Burnley getting better. Now they've got rid of Joe Hart and Tom Heaton's back in goal. So um, who knows with that one? I just said Watford and West Ham are two of the most unpredictable teams to predict for. So if we do get any of these predictions wrong, I can only apologise. It's all West Ham and Watford's fault. Arsenal-Chelsea, the 5.30 kick-off, the big game for this weekend. What do you think? Yeah, it's a big game, but these two are not going to be winning anything, are they, league-wise? So I can't get that excited about it, Sam, to be honest with you. I'm really, I don't think, apart from Hazard, um be interesting to see if he does bring in a striker, whether that's going to make Hazard's points. Again, I've only kept him in really out of negative reasons because as soon as you drop him, he'll score some goals and he's still on penalties. But hasn't done really much recently apart from the odd assist. Huddersfield, Man City, the first Sunday game at one thirty. Well, we didn't talk about this in Talking Points, Sam, uh, but... You do feel that ever since that Liverpool game, City are about, and have in fact, they are going to, just going to batter some sides between now and the end of the season. And with Huddersfield and uh, poor old Mr Wagner having to leave, you do think that there could be goals, goals, goals in that game. Um, and possibly people are bringing in Jesus. The thing is there, do you, is he going to go Jesus, is he going to go Aguero? Uh, we've only got one manager in the league at the moment, Sam. Would you believe this? Up until time of recording, who has Aguero? That's how far uh, his stock has fallen. But I think four or five goals at least in that game. 
I agree with you. I think there'll be goals, and I might I might need to take some action with my team and maybe transfer a City player in. The question is which one to get, because Mr Pep Guardiola does like to rotate his players. And I know I'll probably get rid of a player, and then they'll be benched, and the player who I got rid of... No, I'll probably get rid of a player for one of these City players. Maybe Jesus, Bernardo Silva, Aguero... Maybe not Aguero, Sterling or Sané. And then they might be benched and then the player who I got rid of might score. But I've got to hope that I get lucky. I may think about doing a transfer. More on that later. Final game of the week, 4 o'clock, is Fulham Spurs. I think Fulham have made a transfer, haven't they? Haven't they signed Ryan? I think he's called Ryan Babel. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's signed for Fulham. Tottenham without the... Injured Harry Kane and Hyung Min Son, who is off to the Asian Cup with South Korea. I still think there'll be goals in this one. What do you think, Steve? Well, I did read a piece. You're right about Ryan Babel. I completely missed that. Uh, but he's, he must be about 50 now. He's been playing for years. But the interesting thing about um, that Spurs one is, if you look at the stats last year when Kane was injured... Their record was pretty good. Do you know who got all the goals, Sam? Delhi Alley. So Delhi Alley might be the one to bring in. There's also a school of thought that he's going to play Mora, Lucas Mora, up front. And that would be a good shout. But pretty difficult to predict. Fulham are an open team. So, you know, any one of those could be worth a shout. Big one, Matthew. My big one, Matthew, for this week is going to be Harry Kane. I think he'll do very well at Fulham. Only joking, he's out injured until March. I think this week I'm actually going to go for what you've just suggested a few moments ago, Lucas Moura. I think he's going to go big. It may be a bit of a shock, but if you are correct, I'm not sure if you if um that's 100% true that he's playing up front. I still think there'll be goals in this. Fulham have been conceding quite a few goals. I think they conceded either two or three, go- two or three goals, I'll have to check, to Burnley, who do not have the greatest attack. I think there'll be goals in this one, like we said. And Lucas Moore is my big one, Matthew, for this week. But they're not playing Burnley. Oh, um, Fulham. Spurs. Fulham Spurs. Spurs. Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction. Mystic Prediction time this week. It's not really a mystic, but I do think Cardiff will get something the win, I suspect, up at Newcastle. So that's the Mystic Prediction this week. Cardiff to beat Newcastle. My team, your team. My changes for this week are Robertson and Rashford, who are coming in for the both injured Harry Kane and Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think many managers will be forced to take hits this week as probably a lot of managers own both of them injured players or perhaps some other players who are either in jeopardy of leaving like Arnautovic or who are injured, such as the Palace keeper, the 4.2 person. Sorry, I can't remember his name. OK, Sam, thank you for that. The My changes this week are... Kane has left. Uh, he left as soon as Rashford scored uh, last week. So Rashford has come in for Kane. It frees up some funds for me to upgrade David Silver. And back into the side is Raheem Sterling. Now, so just before we throw back to you, Sam, uh, thanks again to Fantasy Premier 
Premier Fantasy Tools. We can have a look at, uh, as of the time of recording, we have seen some game week transfer action. And leading the way is Mr Mark Burrows, who somehow lost control of his senses and made five transfers, costing him 12 points. Uh, Mr Transfer himself... Top of the league for transfers, averaging 2.18 a week. Mr. Thomas Durrani has made three. Tom Kershaw, Boyd from last week, has also made three. Uh, Helen Jerome has seen some transfer action. The Barnet fan with three transfers. Uh, and so you are completely correct. Even the one of the lowest Transfer man, men, Mr. Alex Perry in second place has made two transfers for a points hit this week. Must be uh, Kane related. Sam, uh, you had some other thoughts there that you would like to share. Don't rule out a late change for possibly um, a City player later. My golden gamble this week isn't really a gamble. I think many other managers will be making this captain choice. And it is the same as last week, Salah, although last week we weren't here, but many managers, myself included, and Steve, captained Salah. I think I'm going to go with him again this week. It was on, he's on penalties, he may get one against Crystal Palace. He's my choice. And uh, interesting, Sam, that again, we're looking at all this data now. We can see that you have correctly predicted the or got the captain right 14 out of 22 game weeks, uh, and you were right last week with Salah. The last time you got it wrong, in fact, was the game week before. Uh, I, too, will be following you and going for Salah. Uh, interestingly, the team, the your best captain, Sam, was Sterling in game week 11 when he got you 42 points. Unbelievable. The fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Fantasy Football Luton Digital Podcast. It's been a good pod this week. Loads of new information and stats from Premier Fantasy Tools. And I'll see you all next week. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.